You're tuned in to The Keetra Show and listening to SOB, Style of Business, the podcast with your host, Keetra. We aim to highlight the ongoing trek of entrepreneurs and business owners from around the globe, featuring stories that recount their struggles, experiences, and inevitable road to success and self-fulfillment. Welcome to SOB. This podcast is being brought to you by my inspiring new book titled Courage is a Muscle, Using Heart to Power Your Entrepreneurial Dreams. You can grab your copy today on Amazon. Hey, what's up, y'all? Thanks so much for tuning in and checking out another hot episode of SOB Style of Business, the podcast. This is your host, Keetra. And today we have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderfully creative musician, a talented, talented performer, singer, songwriter, and producer. Guys, this guy's had this 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 gentleman has an amazing voice. We're gonna get into this creative conversation. We're talking about music. We are talking to the wonderful Phil Walters. Like I said, he's a singer, songwriter, and a producer. He has a great project coming up. Wonderful things on YouTube. If you want to check him out, I'll let him give you more of that once we hop into the interview. But hey, let's let's talk about some music. Let's let's pep up the step. So let me hand it over to Phil. Phil, drop that introduction for us. Tell us a little bit about yourself, yourself, and we will keep the interview rolling from there. All right, all right. Good evening, good evening. First, I want to thank you so much for inviting me on your show. I really appreciate it. I saw an interview that you did with a friend of mine, and it was awesome. So I know I'm in good hands. Yeah. Uh, my name is Phil Walters. I am a singer-songwriter, producer, um, who has a couple of CDs uh, published, some singles. I did my first cover song uh, a year or so ago, which was a really, really awesome thing. It was something I always wanted to do uh, for one of uh, the artists who I admire um, from our past, uh, Sam Cooke, when he was with the Soul Stirrers, uh, did a song called Jesus Gave Me Water, which was really awesome. Um, I can tell people, um, Phil Walters, Walking by Faith and Not by Sight, because I am totally blind. I lost all my eyesight about, what was going on, 15 years ago, yeah. Valentine's Day. So uh, some people got chocolate. I got <laughs> right. this. But, you know. Still a blessing, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do what it do, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So I'm really excited to be on be on the show today, and um, I'm currently working on a new project, a new CD that I hope to have released um, sometime this fall. Was trying to push it for last year, but a thing called COVID came in there. COVID <laughs> changed a lot of plans, so had to put it on the back burner for a little bit. But um, yeah, yeah. So again, like I said, I'm really excited to be with you today, and and um to share uh, what I do, who I am, and and what I'm going to be doing in the coming months. So thank you for having me on. Absolutely. Hey, you are in the business of inspiring and uplifting people through your voice, because I'm telling you, like I even, I, I know you have the project that you're currently in the studio working on, but even the content that you have on YouTube, like, you know, and, and, and hey, y'all, he plays piano too. So in addition to that, like a, just the overall musician you know anybody that plays piano and keyboard to me like you you are musician composer and all that good stuff but your voice is really you have a really really strong and captivating voice a beautiful voice and we'll get into um you know inspiration and things like that behind the music but I know to date you currently have the am I correct with the two cds I know you you mentioned or you you have rather you're everything to me and also you saved me 
And I, you know, just like you mentioned, I know you're rooted in your faith and you walk by faith, not by sight. But tell us a little bit about that. Like, like, how did that, how did you, uh, uh, you know, adopt that? Well, you know, in, in, in speaking in reference to my eyesight, it was hereditary. My grandmother was blind. Um, and as long as I can remember, she was blind. From what I understand that she did have some sight early on, but she lost her vision. My mom had what she called glaucoma. And um, so it was nine of us, and we all, well, actually, all but the last, the baby girl came out with 20, 20 plus. <laughs> right. But the rest of us, yeah, you know, we had some type of situations where either we were wearing eyeglasses or some of us had um, problems with retinas, which was my case. Uh, my retinas just did not stay on. I lost my right eye at seven years old due to a retina detachment. Yeah. And um, the the left eye, it hung on for quite a while, quite a while. So some years later, then I lost the left eye due to uh, the same situation, a retina detachment. Um, they tried to replace it or repair it, which was unsuccessful. So um, Valentine's Day 2006, that left eye, uh, the retina gave up the ghost. And um, that's yeah. kind of all she wrote. Um so, you know, I had um, went through my moment of having my pity party because yeah. uh, a lot of things are going on. I, I was writing, you know, producing not just for myself, but for other people, you know, and, and like anybody else with a production company, you're shopping music around and trying to get a deal. And, you know, people were starting to take a, take some interest. And, and, you know, after I lost my vision, you know, a lot of things disappeared you know, including my vision. So yeah. everything got put on hold for quite a while. And I just stopped believing that I could do what I felt I was called to do, especially without physical eyesight. Yeah. Um, you know, the enemy started speaking all kinds of nonsense in my ear. And for a while, I believed it. So um, it was very difficult for me to see past the physical blindness, um, even though the gifts that God you know, had given me were still there. Yeah. I just had to learn how to use them differently. Um, and it's interesting, you mentioned the piano, um, because that's my second instrument. I always considered my voice to be my first instrument. I actually played a little piano when I had sight, but more in a studio capacity, just putting together um, chords and, and, and recording, using uh, recording software and sequencing the music together. Yeah. But um, I actually learned how to play the piano a lot more after I lost my sight. Oh wow! Yeah. Than I did when I had eyesight. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's amazing. That is amazing. I I um I was kind of checking out like even when I was listening to the music, you know, the different you know uh, projects that you have on YouTube, like the, the the different snippets you share. Let me just go ahead and put that out there. The different audio snippets, and I noticed that. Um, you said you studied vocal techniques, you know, and I'm just kind of like me. I'm. This is aside from a lot of the interview. Like I'm kind of thinking as you're talking there, I wonder how much of that vocal training actually influenced your sound or if it was just something like, you, you know, you already you automatically have the talent. Right. Because, you know, there's people that are automatically gifted. God gives them the gift and then they just use, you know, different techniques or different resources as, um, you know, a, a vocal training uh, school to to help hone that sound. So my question to you is like, like how much did that impact the vocal training? Like how much that how much of it impacted your sound now, or did it 
did it at all. Like, tell us a little bit about that that process. Well, that's that's a great question, uh, teacher. When I went to the literary schoolhouse and in the village in New York, um, what I needed to get was the control, the breathing, the learning how to do crescendos and decrescendos. You know how to um, use the diaphragm and not, you know, uh, overwhelm you know, my throat by singing through my throat or being too nasally. And there's a place for that. You know, right, yeah. a lot of times if you hear like a little jazzy, cool song or somebody laid back, they may be a little more, you know, a little more nasally. You know, um, but if you're not looking for that sound as a regular, then, you know, you needed to get that control. So I wanted to be able to learn how to use the gift that God gave me and and, and have more control over it. Mm, yeah. So that's where the vocal the vocal training came in, um, but you know since since a child you know the the, the gift of song was there. Um, my mom she was always a, a scatter, so you know you have to be a certain age to know about scatting like Ella Fitzgerald, and so she would do a lot of scatting, and it just make me laugh every time she would do her thing, you know. <laughs> right. And it was always music in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you couldn't tell her nothing about that, but yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. I tell you, I'm I'm laughing because as you mentioned that, like I I remember my voice just only being good enough <laughs> for for Sunday school choir. Like when my grand my my grandmother like you know your grandparents drag you to to church and things like that. And it's like you're mentioning how important or how impactful you attended Little Red Schoolhouse for your voice and vocal training. And I'm <laughs> I'm like one of those people that. You know, you you know you can't sing. You know, you might be able to get up there with the Sunday choir and, and harmonize, but you you're not really fooling anybody. And it's funny that you just mentioned like, hey, even if you have a God-given talent, that talent you still got to kind of craft it and train it and hone it. Like n- not everybody that has a little bit of talent can go next level. Like you you can't sing. So I'm one of those people that, yeah, I definitely don't need to be harmonizing or <laughs> doing any type of uh background vocals for anybody. But yeah, I, I love that. I love that you mentioned that. And you know, you're exercising the gift that you have right now, and your communication skills are awesome. I, like I said, I, I listened to my wife and I listened to the interview that you did uh, with a friend of ours, and um, how you, you know, you you kind of guided her through, you you nurtured her through, you you um, were very attentive when 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 it needed to be so, and then when you needed to kind of, you know, steer along and you were able to do that. And, and that's a gift. You know, I've, I've been on a few interviews and yeah. some interviews you'd be wondering like, wow, why did they invite me on? Because they're like 99%. They're doing all the stuff. Right. They back in the background, sleep, having a sip of coffee, you know, texting. Right, right. You know, oh, yeah. you go back, you go to the restroom, you right. come back, they still going. Yeah, oh, thank God gosh. this is radio. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, yeah. Yeah, no. You know, I, so, but I yeah, um, I'm sorry to cut you off. No, no, no. I, I, I definitely appreciate it. Now, you, you didn't cut me off. Hey, you just pretty much gave me a segue. Um, man, you know, you, you just mentioned how COVID changed things. You know, and uh, obviously, the live performances are down. You know, there's uh, certain things that you can't do as a musician. So, with you, like, what has anything major changed in the way that you? are going about putting together this new project? Because I know you're still working on it. I know, I know you're still in the studio creating, but how has that impacted you, if it has at all? 
You know, I'm glad you asked that because uh, when this whole thing started with COVID, you know, the year was starting off really good. I was was working as a musician. I had, you know, gigs lined up and um, I had places that I love pianos. I love them. Yeah. And pianos, baby grand pianos, mahogany pianos, ivory pianos. I just love them. And I was starting to get work where all I got to do is bring me. I'm sitting down at this piano and I'm just feeling so cool. Excited, and, you yeah. know, and all of a sudden COVID came and everybody's like quarantine. Oh, nobody can Cancel. come in. You know, and I'm, I'm sitting up here going, man, I didn't see this coming. And I'm laying in bed one night and, and you know, God just put it on my spirit so strong. You need to start a, a, a FB Live thing. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm audio. I ain't video, you know. <laughs> right. It's a, oh my gosh, yeah. You want me to do what? And and I'm sitting there. So now I'm like, okay, if you want me to burst this baby, you you gonna have to help me with this. So right. I put it on my spirit, and a lot of things come to me. Teacher at like three in the morning. So yeah. I'm laying there, and all of I all of a sudden I hear this. That's kind of slick. So I get up and I just start. If I don't get a word, I'll grab my recorder and just hum out the bars. Oh, wow. Yeah. So this is how Lunchtime Lift Me Up came to be. Um, and uh, so I'm like, okay, well, I'll do, I'll just do a Facebook Live thing and, and go in there and just do some songs, you know, and, and do what I do normally, but just do it on the on FB Live, and I'm like, okay, I don't know nothing about the camera. I'm physically blind. Let me tell you something. Starting out, people got a nice shot of my curtains. They they know what my ceiling looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Some people with phones had to turn it sideways because my video was sideways. I ain't know <laughs> exactly. about all of this stuff. Trial and so, error, yeah. yeah. Right, so the earlier stuff, I was like, y'all, y'all be patient with me because, hey, I am not video. So, um, and a couple of times I wanted to just throw in that towel. I'm like, this, yeah. is, this is frustrating. You know, you're trying to focus on singing and playing. And now I got to worry about can people see me as well as hear me? And right. is, the, is the equipment working right? So it started coming along, you know, just nurturing it and it started growing. And then I was like, I need a theme song. <laughs> so I was like, well, you got a recording studio. You're right. So I started sitting down one day with those, with those little, uh, Melody line I just gave you, and all of a sudden, you know, just started coming out. Yeah, Let your yeah. spirit tell the story. Well, giving God the glory on lunchtime, right. let us stay up. I'm like, hey, this is Jeff. <laughs> right, um, yeah, we got a whole concert going. <laughs> Love right, it. and then the music came in, and I was like, okay, you know, I didn't want it too long because it's a little intro, you know. Yeah. So um, it started to come together, praise God. And then, you know, so I got this little intro now I do before the Lunchtime Lift Me Up uh, show goes in. And, you know, the theme song gets me going and gets me hyped before I go into it. And I've been doing that now since about May. I think it's, yeah, since about May, oh, wow. um, yeah. late April, early May. And uh, it, it, it has turned into a labor of love, you know. Um, and I'm going to continue to do it and, and as long as God says so, you know. Yeah, no, you should definitely, I, I mean, just the whole title, Lunchtime Lift Me Up would feel, lift, lift, lift Me Up Live would feel, Walter's like, you know, think about lunchtime. Like, that's the time when you kind of 
taking a break, <laughs> you know, like help me gather or regather this day so I can make it the next four to five hours. I think it's on, it's, it's definitely right on time. I love the inspiration and the power that you put behind it, um, which is really impressive. And I'm, I, it, it's crazy that you just mentioned like, Hey, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and do this, but I'm gonna need you to kind of give me some sort of guidance because I don't know what's what's happening with this Zoom or this, you know, this microphone, <laughs> but I I have the the courage to at least, you know, walk and step into the inspiration and the desire to do it. So I man, I, I love that. I love it, Phil. Love it, love it. Um oh. yeah, and, and and speaking of that, like you just, you know, you had the I call it the intuitive nudge. You get your inner guidance and it tells you, hey, I want you to focus on this and that's what you move towards. Like how much of that of how much of that creativity how much of that creativity do you think is the basis of the music that you create so I mean I know it's kind of like a weird question but I feel like you you understand what what I'm getting at because sometimes we have these creative nudges or we have these like intuitive nudges but we don't actually follow through on them or maybe you know you by you doing the uh the the lunchtime uh, Facebook Live that you do, maybe that's a basis for you to really go out and, you know, you, you you feel like you're lifting people up, but maybe that's guidance towards something else. Like how much of that creativity do you really pull from that initial idea, like the the lunchtime live? Like, I don't even know, like, if that's even a question. I think <laughs> I think I didn't talk myself. Into, <laughs> I think I talked myself out of the question. I may have even answered it and, you know, just come back to it. So anyway, let me let me just make it a little bit simpler. What I'm getting at is how much of your creative power do you put into your work? Like, you know, I know we have influences and inspiration, but that's pretty much the question that I'm trying to ask. How much of your creative, gotcha. your own creative power do you put into your gotcha. work? Well, it's funny you should mention that. Um, and over the, over the course, the, um, the course of last year, I birthed a website, which was something I always wanted to do. Now, don't get me wrong. I had some help. I'm still getting help. With you. You know, this yeah, is, right. Like, some of that stuff is visual, you know. But I have a blog, which is crazy because I didn't see that coming. Yeah. I'm like, blog? Somebody's like, you need to do a blog. I need to do a who? I'm barely getting by with this whole exactly. lunchtime miss me up thing with the cameras being upside down <laughs> right. and everything. Um, right. But I'm, I'm mentioning this, Keisha, because I have an article coming out this week. And it talks about um, this 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 very thing, and um, you know uh, the Bible says all things you know all things are possible to them that believe. Mm. But it also says you know faith without works is dead. So if you get an inspiration, you get an idea, you get an encouragement, you get a thought. Um, God may put a, a directive on you, yeah. on your mind, on your spirit. But you got to do the work. You have to do your part. Everything that, that comes from the spirit realm and manifests itself in the physical, we got to do our part with it. Otherwise, you know, like I'm going to sit on my couch and eat bonbons, you know what I mean? Right. And 16 yeah. record labels are going to knock on my door and go, we've been searching all over for you. <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. You know, yeah. so with the lunchtime, lift me up, I believe, you know, because, you know, God I, really does think so many moves ahead of us. It's like to keep, you know, Keep hope alive, you know, to keep the music going, to keep it reaching people. And I'm able to reach people in places through these mediums that I have not set my feet on yet. Um, You know, so 
does uh, kind of snowball into other areas. I've had people reach out to me from uh, from places in Africa, um, Russia, and and you know, of course, in the states, and um, which is which is pretty amazing. And I've had testimonies, you know, of people, and and I give the glory because I know where it's coming from. Yeah, you know. Yeah that a song that I wrote touched them in a, in a way that, you know, brought them through a difficult time. And and that's what it's all about because, you know, the music, the type of music I do is, you know, gospel and inspirational. Yeah. So, you know, it's geared to, to, to lift people up, you know, to inspire people, um, to motivate people. Uh, you know, if, if I had to put it, you know, this way, I'm, uh, you know, I'm in the construction business, not the destruction business. So, um, and in doing so, God gave me a medium to be able to do that, and also draw people what onto Him. So, yeah, this this is my mission. Um, so I saw, you know, after a while, I'm like, okay, I I see where this is going. You know, it gives me a platform to to share my music, to let people know where to get my music. There's a lot of you know places that people can get it. You know, in addition to having me send them a physical copy. Yeah. You know, of my work, you know, we have a digital world now. People can download it from places like iTunes and Amazon and, and, and all those different media uh, mediums. So um, it gives me a long arm, whereas, you know, if I was just trying to do this, you know, door to door, so to speak, I'd be knocking on doors forever. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, you, you are definitely right about that. I mean, I think it's interesting. It, it and, and obviously... You know, you definitely got to do the work. That is, that's the most important thing is, you know, we sit up here and we, we listen to the words and we read the books and we, we know what to do. Like, we know what we have to do, but, we, you know, you gotta, you gotta do it. Like, you know, nobody can make you do it. And I, yeah. I want to like, kind of prod you a little bit about, uh, in regards to just having the courage to do what you feel like you're being led to do, like even not not only the Facebook Live that you're doing, but even this new project, you know, and and really moving beyond any sort of handicaps or disabilities or setbacks or traumas or anything. Like what what are uh, what are some of the what keeps you moving forward? Because it's easy to get discouraged, you know. It's easy to have the pity party. It's easy to take that you know, break and just decide that you're going to switch up and do something different? Like what keeps you moving forward? That's a great question. You know, after being at the bottom, you know, losing my sight, having that pity party, oh, I threw a serious party for one. I went through it, you know. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, I mean, it was, I had this thing about me. I always tell people, when I take on something, I go all in. So when I took on depression, I took it on big time. I'm like, oh, they're going to look it up in the dictionary and see my face there <laughs> going, mm-hmm, that's me. That's him, right. You know, I went, right, I went through it. So when, you know, when God brought me through it, and I know he did, yeah. it was like, okay, so I've been there. I've been to the rock bottom, you know, and don't get me wrong. They are setbacks in doing this. Like, Whew, Lord. Day to day, sometimes I go through situations where right, I have, right, yeah. you know, because you are, you are working in a sighted world mm. without sight, you know? Um, but each time I run into those, 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 those little obstacles and stuff like that, sometimes I have to sit back and take a breath and say, okay, you know what? Let me, let me chill for a minute. Let me get my thoughts together. 
Um, but I think that the thing that drives me is knowing what I'm doing is is is, is being a blessing to somebody. And also doing what I love to do. I mean, that is just, mm, yeah. in a nutshell, just when you do what you love to do, you're going to fight for that thing. You're going to fight yeah. hard for places that you love, you know, um, whether it be those whom you love or that thing you love to do. You're going to fight for it. Yeah. And that's what I find myself doing. So when those discouraging times come, you got to regroup. You know, you got to regroup sometimes. And look, <laughs> I'm a little older now, so... Uh, I'm learning how to take a nap. Sometimes I'll be fighting like a little kid. Like, you know what? Things ain't working out right now. I'm going to take a nap. Phil ain't had his nap this afternoon. Y'all y'all, y'all let let him go retreat for a few minutes or so. Exactly. And then, you know, you wake up and like, okay, yeah, I feel I can go again. I'm ready for, yeah. for round two or round three or what have you. Yeah. You know, so um, that that just keeps me going. And, you know, I love music. I, 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 I've always have. I, you know, when I was a baby, my aunt who helped raise me put a transistor radio by my ear because we didn't have a crib. So, and they told me to stay there and stare at that thing. So to this day, there are some classic songs. I'll be singing sometimes. I'm like, wow. Yeah, I hear this yeah. song. And I look, it's, it's been implanted, you know. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's always been a part of me, you know. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, Absolutely. we definitely, we need people like you to keep creating and keep inspiring and uplifting. Um, and before we wrap up, uh, tell us a little bit about what we can expect on a new CD. I know, you know, I know you're still in the studio, but give us a little tidbit of what's to come. And like, even if you have like a tentative release date and all that good stuff. Oh, thank you for asking. Well, the project, um, it's, it's coming along well. Uh, my, it, if you listen to any of my projects, my music is very eclectic. So I use yeah. different genres and styles of music to bring forth the good news. So you'll hear everything from reggaeton to R&B to rock, you know, to to good old traditional gospel yeah. um, or contemporary gospel. Uh, and I grew, I grew up in New York, so I've been exposed to all of these different styles of music. Even, you know, you hear some some Latin tones in there, um, but it's all wrapped up in a nice package with the good news. So look forward to more of that. Okay. Look forward to more of that. Um, and um, I, I, some of the songs that I put together on this project, I wanted to come. I'm high energy. I always have been. I'm like early morning. My wife, <laughs> when we first yeah. got together, She's not, she wasn't a morning person, so I, I'm five o'clock in the morning. Hey, yeah, everybody get up. She's like, everybody, let's not close right. the door. Get out of here. Oh my gosh, and, that's um, crazy, yeah. So it's hard for me to slow down, so I wanted to, to put together a worship song and that was really just more worship and slow and laid back, get you thinking and just put you in that mindset to just, you know, giving God the glory and, um, and uh, and I and I finally have one that I really believe does that, and of course I got my high energy songs in there too, and and you know songs that will that will talk about. For me, I just have to say, you know, yeah. you know, the word says we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the words of our testimony. There are a lot of people out there that are going through that think they can't get through. So one of the things I like to do with my music is, is share my testimonies through song. To let people know if 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 God brought me through, He can bring you through too. It ain't all about me. It's not you know I'm not some some mm-hmm. unique person on the planet. Whereas He's just gonna bless me and not bless anyone else. Because um, a lot of people are, are close to throwing in a towel and they need to be inspired to to hang on. You know, 
Um, yeah, yeah, so it, it's, it's, it's a lot of that in there. Um, and uh, the release date, I'm looking at the fall, but I'm going to drop some nuggets in the spring mm-hmm. and the summer. So my goal is to drop a single in, you know, maybe in, in the spring and then one in the summer and then concentrate on the fall, maybe October-ish, you know, to drop the whole album. Sometimes that's subject to change, you know, because we didn't know COVID was coming. So oh, my gosh. <laughs> Dang, don't don't conjure that up, Phil. Come on now. We dealing with COVID. Oh, I'm trying to <laughs> I feel hey, like I'm not, hopefully by then it'll be long gone. We'd be like, oh, right. you know? <laughs> right, and, right. Um, I, I do have another cover song I plan on releasing. It's a, it's a holiday song I, I grew up loving as a child. Um, I'm doing my own remake of The Little Drummer Boy, so that that's going to be coming oh, out this fall yeah. as well. Um, I, 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 I just love it. As I actually finished the project, and I was going to release it um in 2020 but like i said with all that went on i didn't want to rush it yeah um and uh, i just said well you know what god's will i'll, I'll release it this year in 2021 you know what i call 2021 2020 part one. Oh, so, okay you know. hey yes yes ma'am we're gonna stand in favor <laughs> for something magnificent i'm just hey i'm just putting it out there to the universe 2021 uh has been a wonderful year thus far we're gonna we're gonna manifest go. <laughs> right we're gonna manifest the, the good stuff right um yes. and you know what and i before we wrap up you just mentioned which i think is extremely important how a lot of people are giving up right now people are coming out of different situations and circumstances and environments there's a lot of stuff going on people are hurting emotionally financially physically you know mentally there's a lot of different things that are kind of weighing people down so in addition to what you're doing through your music, give us some words of empowerment. I always say words of encouragement, but like, give us some, like, give us something that we can kind of ride for the rest of the week to keep us empowered. Give us, if you can. Okay. There's a couple of things that I, that I always kind of keep with me, you know, um, and I've used it on posts from time to time. Each day uh, is a new day, pregnant with possibilities, ready to give birth to great things. If we don't enter into that day, we'll never know what those possibilities are, and and we won't be in position to have them manifest. Um, and I always like to leave people with, you know, keep your head up and your faith strong. There's always going to be trials and tribulations. That is nothing new, but... Um, the elders used to say, you know, tough times don't last, yeah. but people do. So sometimes we just got to, you know, we got to weather that storm, plant our feet solidly on the ground and keep pressing forward toward the mark. Um, and we all have it within us to do great things. Um, there's always going to be, like I said, obstacles, but uh, we have the ability through God to overcome those obstacles. So I, I pray that everybody that hears this will be encouraged by what I'm saying. and and keep pressing on toward the mark. Wow. Love that. All right, guys, we have just heard from the wonderful Phil Walters. Like I said, he's a singer, songwriter and producer. Phil, before we leave, please let us know where we can find you online, uh, website, social media handles, and all of that wonderful stuff. Oh, great. Thank you. Thank you so much. So um, I have a, a music business page on Facebook, so people can like me on it. Uh, 
Facebook.com, you know, all those slashes, and then Phil Walters music. Yeah, um, right. I'm not that hard to find. I'm the guy with the dark glasses. The people are like, what is that man wearing glasses inside in the daytime? You know, right? Because so, right. I don't, I don't wear the traditional glasses. You know, I do have a nice pair of dark glasses I like, but I wear a different type of glasses. So you won't know right. oftentimes, you know, that I have, uh, you know, that I'm physically blind. So you can find me there um, on. Twitter, uh, it's uh, Music by Phil. Um, on uh, Instagram, it's Phil Walters Music. On my website, it is uh, philwaltersmusic.com. And I am on YouTube, Music by Phil. Um, you can find me on there as well. And uh, I think I think I covered everything. And I do, again, the Facebook Live show. So the Lunchtime Lift Me Up Live show is uh, every Wednesday, um, mostly, because sometimes I take a Wednesday off, mm-hmm. um, 12 noon. Yeah, hopefully I'll get a chance to spread a little sunshine. Um, but yeah, those are places that I can be found. The music is on all the digital outlets, iTunes, Amazon, Spotify. Um, um, recently I found out that I'm on Tidal, which is uh, Jay-Z's uh, streaming service, and um, pretty much fun. all the streaming outlets out there. And So yeah, yeah. All right, that's perfect. That's good. Okay, so lunchtime, lift me up. You said Wednesdays at 12, that's EST? That is uh, Eastern Standard Time. Yep. Okay. Okay. Perfect. So that's 11 my time. Uh, I'm in the Houston area. But hey, you said that a couple of days you are, some Wednesdays you <laughs> you don't show up. Now, if I log in there tomorrow and you, you're not there with lunchtime, let me up. I'm going to be like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to talk about you, Phil. But um, no, I, <laughs> I appreciate you. I will you. be there tomorrow, though. Hey, yeah. Uh, hey, tomorrow. don't get me used to coming to your show and all of a sudden you you come into the stage late. I'm gonna stop <laughs> I'm gonna stop buying tickets. Um but I know no. that's right. <laughs> I, know, I know how y'all do things out there in Houston. There you go. All right, but no, um on a serious note, it's definitely been a pleasure. I appreciate you for stopping in. Looking forward to the wonderful things that you're doing, Phil, and just uh keep pushing forward. We appreciate you so much. Thanks so much for being a guest. Thank you for having me. Have a great week. Thanks for hanging out with us here on SOB. We hope this episode has been resourceful. If you'd like to check out the latest articles or follow Keetra's website updates, just log on to Keetra.com or follow her on Twitter at K-E-E-T-R-I-A.